Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. But the handball was poor. Merritt was under pressure the whole way. Betts got it to Cameron, just trying to bullock his way through. Jenkins out of the air! The karate kick! Welcome to the Clicking Balls podcast. We're looking at AFL round 20 wrapped up. Um, so we'll start the way we always start. And Brenton, what is your highlight from the weekend past? Well, I'm going a bit past the weekend, this one. So I thought it was really nice in the Olympics for one of the gymnasts to, you know, just make the Bulldogs not feel so bad about missing out on opportunities. (laughs) Oh, it it was Wallace-esque, wasn't it? Yeah, that was was incredible. But um, I've avoided watching that. It's come up in my feed so many times. I I saw the still. I saw the still and I went, all right, I've seen enough. That's cool. Exactly right. I I saw the images of Wallace when he kicked himself to do it. And I thought, you know what, I've seen it once this year. Don't need to see it again. Yeah, yeah. And And you also saw that he got uh, dropped when he was uh, carried off by the paramedics. No, I didn't didn't see any of the footage. I saw the still. It's turning into the biggest clusterfuck (laughs) at the Olympics ever. That that has actually made me more interested in it. That's how they can fuck it up next. Because that's what I was thinking. It's made me way more interested in it. And look, uh, you were saying uh, whenever it started that, hey, did you realize that the opening ceremony is this morning? I said, no, didn't realize it started. I I thought it was Saturday. I still thought they were a couple of months off just on uh, being able to host it at all. So, um, yeah. Yeah, but that was interesting that uh, all these fuckers been happening because it does make it more interesting for me, especially gymnastics, where I don't watch it for perfect tens. No. <laughs> I watch it for the accidents. <laughs> no, there's nothing funnier than seeing 14-year-old girls who've been starved all their life breaking bones. Yeah. I know this is a Frenchman, but that fits the joke better. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Josh, your highlight from the weekend. Oh, we were talking about it off air before. Uh, Mac Horton getting stuck into Sun, Sun Yang, I believe it was, uh, or San Yang. Sun, Sun, Sun Yang. Yang. Yeah, yeah, the Chinese swimmer. Yeah, you know, uh, considering the bloke's got a bit of history of having a punch on with Brazilian chicks and pissing off Danish swimmers, to and also before the race, he's decided to stir up uh, Mac Horton in the pool, you know, buggering her around with his warm up, and then Mac comes out and just uh, pretty much deadpans the slam in the press conferences before and after, um, and then beats him in the four hundred. So, I, I yeah. hope I hope he follows Mark Hunt on Twitter. <laughs> well, I love to see Mark Hunter go. Hey, bro, I got your back. To be no fair, Steelnox is a hell of a drug. <laughs> but yeah, that was a highlight for me, and the fact that uh, when all the controversy said, and for some reason Chinese officials said he should apologise for bringing up such a painful past, and he's gone, nah, nah, I'm good, and yeah, so does team. About that Tiananmen Square <laughs> <laughs> that you don't want your country to know yeah. about. <laughs> All right, we'll try, and, we'll try and actually get to some footy because uh, for a change, we've got some good news for Richmond. We started off with them on Friday night getting over the old enemy well, uh, in a half-decent game. Yeah, it wasn't bad to watch. And like I've been saying on this podcast, it's, it's been too long as a Richmond supporter that we haven't really achieved shit. And <laughs> I'm willing to take the losses, even if it means... I'm not, I'm not suggesting tanking. I'm suggesting putting on a team that when they try their best, don't win. So that's where I think I can, I can draw the line. That's the plot to Major League One, wasn't it? Yeah, it was too, actually, yeah. That's one of those movies where I watched it maybe 15 years later. Didn't hold up. No, it doesn't hold up. No, not even not at all. Like, never any story as well. Well, Charlie Sheen was in that. Is Ben Cousins the equivalent? I was going to say, I wouldn't mind not, seeing... Not far off, actually. Charlie Sheen, Sheen running out of the goal square. You could do something. <laughs> yeah. If there's ever someone that's going to play the life of, of Cuz... Well, you know he's going to give his all. Well, he said team. he's got tiger blood. He's got tiger blood. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, unfortunately, that's AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Tiger is AIDS. Yeah. Mm. Um, um, so, yeah, sorry, I forgot what we're talking about Tigers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, that's what I was saying is that we don't really want to win games because you want to get good draft picks and hopefully utilize them well and then be able to, to rebuild. 
But it was good to one see, step at a time. Yeah, yeah, but it was good to see uh, some young kids get get blood in these games. That's what we have to do so that when we go next year, we've got some draft picks. There's a distinct difference in experience between the group that we've already got, who haven't played fuck all yet, yeah. and the ones that are going to pick up next year. So that way, you have got a clear progression through your ranks of how you get into that senior team. And I think that's important for the morale of the young kids as well. Like you're going off season, you've played a couple of games, got a bit of pep in your step, whereas the other people are trying to lick wounds and things yeah. like that. And I think it'll build the whole club up. That being said, you always want to beat the Pies. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's always you need a, uh, at least one winning year. Yeah, the Pies, yeah. considering the first game we went to was shit um, oh, when they yeah. lost in the last kick. The Grundy. More exciting things happening in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know about your list management department though, because they seem like the the semi smart kid of the class. Management's a strong word. They, <laughs> it's like they try and. Like someone says, all right, who are you going to pick? And they sort of look over to Hawthorne and say, well, who are you going to pick? Yeah. And then Hawthorne go, oh, we're definitely picking this bloke. Yep, yep. Oh, we well, want I we mean, want this one so bad. That is literally how we got Franklin and Ruckett. Yep. <laughs> and literally. you got Tamblin. <laughs> hey, I still feel like Tom's going to tell on that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit... Uh, somebody brought up last week about the uh, the trade of Trent Crow for pick number one. Yeah. You know, for to Frio. And they said, you know, well considering that we've got Hodge and Mitchell for that, and they're still playing, so it's not <laughs> yeah. finished. You know, the repercussions of that trade aren't finished yet. Oh, to be fair, you guys did manage to on-trade Tamblin. Yeah, actually, we did too. I have no I mean, idea what the fuck you got from him, but you got a bargain. I, yeah, and it wasn't even to North Melbourne or Carlton, which is surprising. No, so to, to Adelaide for some strange oh, that was the, That was the period when they were really the North Melbourne, weren't they? Because well, they, they took on Carey. They, they took Carey as well. Took on some, yeah, a bit of old cheese, thinking they still had a list. Yeah, mm. They can do that from time to time. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Dusty? Is that another big game? Yeah, he did. And a lot of it is um, sort of creating space around packs. It's just the one-twos, which yep. pads stats a little bit, but he does do a lot of effective stuff. And what, what is it? He's relentless. So if he makes a mistake, he'll try and back it up and, yep. and do it again. So it's a matter of numbers. So if he gets 50 possessions, 30 of them are uh, effective, hey, you're not doing too bad if you're going to meters. Who's going to be first to have the Charlie around their neck? Brownlow or Koch? Uh, Dusty or Koch? I think half the Collingwood squad already got Charlie all over him. <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody can take it off Dangerfield this year. Yeah, um, Dusty's had a great year. He's probably going to get you know twenty odd votes, but yep. it might be enough. Yeah, I don't think so. And just we haven't had a strong enough showing as a group for like him to in the standout games that he's had. A lot of them will still be ones or twos because he lost. Yeah. That's what'll make the difference. And also, I mean, not surprisingly, he's probably not the favourite of the umpires, and I don't blame them at all. Like, no. That's just what I expect as a fan. I accept that, and I'm all for it. And I think we should really embrace that bad boy image. You, you've yeah. said that for a long time. Be the bad boys. Yeah. And what I liked about it was they got the New Zealand lads in the in the. Mm. the I was going to say the, doing the harker in the change rooms. Exactly. Afterwards. Yeah. I looked at it and I thought. Well, it doesn't look like this was really planned. Like they're pretty much in jeans and uh, some kappa uh, jackets or something. I'm glad they left the Harleys outside. Yeah, but I was thinking, who would stop them going there? Say, oi, we're going to do a hucker for Dusty's 150th. Not me. That's a fucking. In you go, mate. No yep, worries on, at all. Yep, yep. No one complained. And hey, look, it was pretty impressive. I would have been intimidated, but they should have done it before the game. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess it was a celebration in, in this case. So. Yeah. Then again, when you're that good, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't yep. care as long as you keep winning. <laughs> exactly. I, right. I think uh, Dusty's a pretty good chance for the Charlie. I mean, you know, yeah. What's Dangerfield done besides you know turn games off his own boot, run long, have heaps of possessions, and kick goals? I mean, he hasn't had many fans. You're going to say, besides football. Yeah. yeah. But how many fend-offs has he had? Huh? Huh? Not many. Yeah, don't know it's how many true. fend-offs. <laughs> it's, it's right up there. It's, it should be the fend-off medal. I, I, I always assumed it was. <laughs> the fuck-off medal. <laughs> <laughs> um, it also takes the heat off Hardwick for another week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I think a lot of the, the uh, heat on Hardwick is media... Um, sort of beat up of only because uh, it takes a bit of there's not much else to say like, Essence played out the footy's mm. been pretty bland the yeah. last couple of I'm weeks. glad the uh, the chairman and chairwoman and chair people and CEO board members have uh, taken the heat off him too by saying the board's right behind ourselves um, it is weird because Benny Gale he came out and said uh, they asked him is he going to coach next year and he said well he's got a contract you know and we believe he's got to all we have to do is say yes yeah. just start yeah. it with yes and then go into your fucking blur about how he's going to got a contract you're going to honour it yeah. it's so not as though so forth and, it's not yeah. as though if he doesn't they're going to go back and say but but you said yes you need to go yeah, to the exactly. Dana White school of bullshitting yeah. <laughs> that's what you need just agree but, to whatever they want and then you just fucking do whatever you want behind the scenes I mean <laughs> the problem is for the Tigers is they've knifed coaches they've knifed boards they've yeah. sacked players for 30 odd years yeah. and it didn't yeah. work yeah. and they went right let's stop it let's not do that anymore Yeah. yeah. let's stay behind let's back our people in let's clean things up 
and they've done that and it still hasn't worked. They've gone, well, fuck it. Let's go back to the old one. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking knife cuts. <laughs> yeah. It didn't work, but at least it felt better. <laughs> You're 100% right. But like we say when the match was going on, uh, I think we overachieved last season to begin with. So I think the expectations of us being um, probably top four or whatever they were talking, maybe yeah, a bit yeah, over. You had a 10-win streak, wasn't it? 10 or 11? I think it was nine. Uh, I can't remember back. that was we beat last Sydney. before. Yeah, going to the finals, beat Sydney. No. You beat Sydney last year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was yeah. like around 200 and whatever, the last one where no yeah. one plays. But hey, you take it. The thing, yeah. I think fifth you finished last year. I mean, that's fair enough. But the problem is you just then just didn't improve. Yeah, but it, it was, at least was overrated at that point because you had, you had people stepping up. And a lot of it I thought was just Dimmer's um, good work as a coach, to be honest. Yeah. I thought his game planning was really good and he made the most of what the squad we had. And I think we definitely have achieved, but uh, I, I honestly believe that he's probably been rebuilding for a year. He just can't say it because his promises to the board and to whatever else is um, that he's going to make finals. But when you look at Markov coming, uh, even Markon gave it his best when he was on yep. there. Made a few mistakes, but still did good. I thought he did really well, actually. Yeah, did like, like presented himself well and hit the ball hard, which was mm. good to see. And the thing that pissed me off on the other side was that H still had good games. Yeah, Hollywood. <laughs> he's, he's still got something about him where he can just get the ball and just get enough space to to get it moving forward again. So there's still positives for the Pies as well. Um, I mean, they're not going to be uh, touring the doldrums going into the off-season. It's been a, a mixed bag for them this season with injuries and whatnot. And once you get a full mm. list on the squad, uh, full squad on the field, then you can start assessing where they're at yeah. and where their deficiencies are. But it's really hard to do at the moment. And the thing with Collingwood is you know they're going to get a decent player in the off-season every year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just well, what happens for them. Yeah. There's already 86 players linked to them. Yeah. yeah. Every player. Almost as many linked to Hawthorne. Nearly. Yeah, we seem to get linked to them all as well. Even Clarkson, I think, mentioned it in one of his uh, presses. said, we can't afford all these guys. You're, you're saying yeah. they're all certain to come <laughs> in. We're not getting them. <coughs> but, yeah, anyway, that's the way it goes. Um, Collingwood uh, on the night, I thought there was one stage where I forgot Pendlebury was playing. And yeah. That's very yeah. unusual for Collingwood. Yeah. Well, he's had a haircut. Did he? Mm. That might have been it. Or he had a shave. He did. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it seemed like um, Barco is almost stealing some of his possessions. He's playing a role that, that Pendlebury played for a lot of time. I know he went off injured, More but, mistakes, but I mean before that. Yeah, you've uh, yeah, done well to keep him very quiet. I have no idea why. I can't put my finger on it, but I just detest Varco for some reason. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> what race is Varco? Brazilian, I think, isn't he? Yeah. No, Islander. Nah, Fijian, I think. Fijian. Got yeah. a feeling he's Fijian. God damn, I'm racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought he, he hassled well and did lots of one percenters and... Um, earned his own ball a few times which is really no, he, he played well uh, best I've seen him in a Collingwood game he? yeah yeah, probably right but I haven't watched a whole lot of Collingwood games to be honest since he's been playing yeah. for him. Um, to avoid he, those. I tune at half time when they're losing it, <laughs> it was uh, funny when Cloak was having a shot from the boundary line and we are like no problems he's yeah, he's yeah. I remember seeing that on the Reddit stream too I was commenting as I was watching and I'm thinking can't remember who it was might have been Griffin kicks it down in the full and you see him just drop his head go, oh, fuck. And then Cloak picks the ball up and you see him go, Very <laughs> 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 a chance. I've been saved. <laughs> no, he kicked a nice one from the boundary line. So anyway, they're going to um, walk into the end of the year. I don't know how much list turnover Collingwood are going to have in the off-season. Because, I mean, you, you try and run it through your head. And they're not yeah. going to lose that many. I mean, Dane Swan hasn't He's the only one yet. that comes, uh, comes to mind. And to be honest, is there much point? In, look, he's a great player. How is he benefiting the team by playing on? Like, I, th- I think he adds massive amounts to that midfield, especially when you got Trelaw yeah. and Aish and who am I missing? Is it Taylor Adams? Yeah, Adams there. Is Adams there as well? Yeah, um, he's a bit of a more set up back or back one. Yeah, yeah, but when he ro- rolls through that midfield, I think that's just that's a scary. He's, he's got a big just body for, on him, so mm, yeah, and and that's he's, he's smart. Yeah, smart yeah. with the ball use. I think you've got to. Yeah. Like especially he's a, a legend and champion of the club. Like I'm, I'm all for letting them make their own mm. decisions. Yeah. How bad is he though? Like in terms of, is it going to be an injury that's going to affect him from this day forward? I don't know. I know it's a broken leg. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you look at him, he's got nothing going for him for, to begin with when he's fit as a footballer. <laughs> so <laughs> he's not the quickest bloke in the yeah, park. He's but got stumpy little legs. He's you know a little chode, but he's fucking good at what he does. So. I'm sure he'd be fine. Yeah. Remember, it was like a, a a talk snap as well. Oh, I know it was in the first two seconds. Yeah. It was round one. Yeah. He didn't get a kick. I know that much. Yeah. Mm. So I don't know whether it's affected. It's like, probably still on seven votes for the year. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it this way. If it gets uh, keeps Buckley in the role, that's uh, that can only be a good thing. Yeah, 17 other coaches else. agree. <laughs> and look, it could mean that he spent a year deciding what he's going to do after he retires and he set that all that up. So maybe for him personally, it could turn yeah. out to be a benefit. That's yeah, called laundering. Yeah, he might. Well, you know, you've got to make the most of what you're good at. 
um, it might be just one of those things where he's refreshed and he's feel like, you know what, I'm going to enjoy my last season or last yeah. two seasons of footy now. Yeah. Or he can say, yeah, well, you know what, fucking it. Yeah, going it's, to France doing a business course. It's not doing Sunday <laughs> recovery sessions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm kicking on Sundays, champ. <laughs> <laughs> he, All right. he could be like, uh, oh, who was it? Bloody um, Crocop. Just decide, yeah, just decide, fuck it, I'm going to use all the pads I can get my hands on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get caught. <laughs> yep, that was me. I was going to go to a league that uh, allows it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Broadmeadows Ds. We'll go to the next game, which is Sydney versus Port. I mean, I think cared. game is a bit of a flattering term. Yeah. Hey, look, I followed this very closely in the bottom <laughs> right-hand corner of the, uh, of the, Hawthorne, the Hawthorne game. Hawthorne yeah, game. and it was beautiful. Beautiful game. Port stayed on fuck all for a while and <laughs> Sydney kicked on. Loved every minute I of it. I think eight goals six they had on the board before Port decided to score. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a little bit of uh, from Port of like, oh fuck this. Yeah, yeah. Like if if they could have tapped out at quarter time, they were, clearly they would have. Yeah, and that's what we were saying uh, in the lead up to this was that they need a plan B with that list. There's a cracking list for the one game mm-hmm. plan they've got. Yeah, but unless you're good enough to be able to rework that team and figure out how you beat the Sydneys and the Hawthorns and the ones that have that strong defense, especially spe- on the small ground, especially Sydney. Sydney have had yeah. the wood over them for a couple of years. Yeah, now. exactly. And that's what I mean. They're the teams that are winning premiership. So unless yeah. your game plan is going to beat them, it's not a good game plan. Well, the scary part is Sydney was still wasteful with fourteen sixteen. Um, so even if Port had have kicked straight every opportunity, they would have got still yeah, spanked. But you get bored having pot shots sometimes. This is true. <laughs> yeah. So you start kicking around the corner. Yeah. I think, you know, Sydney put on that fucking, the kid out of the nab ad for a quarter to play <laughs> instead of Buddy. That's how bored they were. I thought it was a bit rough too. Uh, when the ball was bouncing around, you saw Port supporters running away from it just so they wouldn't be in camera screen. Because <laughs> yeah. like, I don't want any memory of this. Nah, nah. And then every time the ball comes in, they're just running away going, nah, this, someone's taking a screen on my head. I'll end up on a fucking poster. Nah. <laughs> so speaking of that, it reminded me of uh, Dusty's interview after the match in the Richmond game yep. where said nothing and I thought that's so dusty Did he? didn't see nothing didn't want to see nothing <laughs> I don't know shit I'm out so I just, was watching James I was watching Ant yeah. it was it was uh, Richo was interviewed wasn't he he was like yeah. so personally you had a good game nah, it's not about me you know it's just yeah. the team just putting in the effort so what about in the third quarter no nah, I was just putting in effort yeah like, I was just nothing. enjoying a bit out here and we were just going to go celebrate tonight yep <laughs> he's, he's off I'm just here so I don't get fined it, it was pleading the fifth the whole way through <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, I'm glad we're talking about the Dusty interview because the Sydney Port game was just shit. It just wasn't worth watching. On yeah. one thing about it was Sydney showed that yes, they are Premiership favourites because when you can bury sides like that so quickly, yeah. you're like, okay, yep, things are running, they're oiling up just at the right time. Yeah, I think they get Tippett back next week or the week after, so they're starting to get uh, their full full squad back into gear as well. So yeah, it'll be very dangerous come to September. Oh, I guess we move on to match of the round then. Match of the round, yeah, I reckon. Oh, Maybe, maybe match of the round. It's, it's either the, that or the well, next one. Based on the the match um, of the round that people saw. Well, based on the headlines and the fact that uh, four of the ten moments of the round on AFL dot com came <laughs> out of this game, I, I did like watching the top ten. Yeah, yeah, the top two games really. That um, yeah, MCG Melbourne getting the wood over Hawks, uh, getting the win and comfortably. Uh, yeah, it's one of the ones I, I wouldn't say Hawthorne lost it. No, as no. much as Melbourne won. Melbourne won it absolutely. They blitzed them. Um, I thought that the only areas that Hawthorne did all right was the young back line. I mean, you got Brand and Heatherly playing his first game. It did all right. Mm. Um, but the ball was down there so often. And the way it got down there was just so quick and precise. Well, the thing was, too, it started... If, if Hawthorne weak anywhere, it's in the ruck. Yeah. And Gorn is the ruckman oh, of it's, the year. It's clearly Melbourne's strength. He's the mm. best ruckman going around. And absolutely. Yeah, you've got to say it's Hawthorne's weakest spot. Yeah. Um, he tapped, I think, to advantage two-thirds of the time. Yeah. Which uh, you know is substantial when you've got guys like Viney that, that he had a blinder yeah. that have such uh, crazy speed, and uh, then you've got Jones who never takes a backward step. It got to the point where Hawthorne were trying then the third man up, uh, which is mm. usually Jordan Lewis. But all that did was mean there was one less person down to try and stop the stop the clearances. Well, yeah, with Gorn's leap and is um, <coughs> he looks Strength. like a, a bag of rattle traps, uh, rabbit traps, but um, he's strong as fuck. Yeah, there's a few times, especially uh, down back. Mm. where he just outbodied everyone. Just yeah. held them at bay and they had no choice. No say in the matter whatsoever. So I expect um, every Ruckman this week to have a, a stonking beard. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm going to bet that uh, Goldstein can grow one within three or four days. Uh, it'll probably come with some nice twisty sideburns. I'm going to have the sideburns. Yeah. Tigers put Basher in Ruck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Farido can grow one by halftime. 
I think Marek, you can comb his mullet around. <laughs> just stick it, stick it in. <laughs> I think that could actually happen. No, but I mean, you you got to feel for the Melbourne supporters because they've been through some tough times. They've had the big win last year against Geelong. which Financial was crisis last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bad snow last year. Yeah, that's right. What was the Bulldogs uh, banner? They'll still be complaining about their negative gearing. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, but if you're at the MCG against Hawthorne, especially after the shit they played last week against G- uh, Gold Coast, like you're not expecting to get a win. And they were there for it. They got to see it. They got to enjoy it. Yep. They got commemorative scarves in the <laughs> yeah. shop this week. And they earned it too. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. And it, was, it wasn't luck. Even if Hawthorne had more scoring shots, that's nothing. Really. Yeah. Um, the quality of the ball that uh, they were getting was was amazing. Yeah, and the resilience as well, because obviously you're never going to run over Hawthorne for a game if you're Melbourne. Yep. Yeah. So their ability to counteract when Hawthorne would have momentum was um, sort of a sign that the leadership that they've got in their midfield is starting to have an effect on the, uh, the rest yep. of that team. I mean, Hawthorne did have Frawley out, but Hogan was missing from yeah. Melbourne too. So, so, so that's, yeah. a, that's a wash. I'd and, say and they're, they're going to play on each other anyway. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, but exactly. what stepped up in the absence of Hogan, which is the first time I can remember, given I haven't oh, watched last all Last week he was pretty games, good. So. He's, he's had a few good games yeah. this year, which yeah. is yeah. a few clean. more than he's ever had. Hmm. But a lot of the times the ball was kicked to him. He had no choice but to mark it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how good it was. For whack off chops. No, it was the caress. It was the buzz root and palm strike is what it was. It's interesting to get a... He got off with nothing, Mitchell, with that. Now, first yeah. off, it was in retaliation to a bit of oh, a... Oh, absolutely. A bit of a face rub. Yeah, I was just trying to control his breathing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the funny thing was, I think uh, the match report said um, insufficient force, or no, he didn't actually... No, they said open hand. Yeah, that's fine. Open mm. hand's still a strike. Yeah, that's yeah, what I that's thought. It. Like, like, if it's a slap... Yeah, all right. You let that slide, but a palm strike is is it's no just, significant. Just yeah. reminds me of rock and roller. Still, yeah. a, still a strike. Well, I'm going to go ahead and just straight rip Joe Rogan here. But <laughs> he was saying that the difference when Buzz Rutten, who was a mixed martial artist, he fought in an organization where they didn't allow punches, so you had to have open hands. Yeah. But he mastered that if you point your fingers to the sky and then strike someone at the base of your palm, it's more effective than a punch because you don't break your hand. Don't break mm. the, yeah. the, the knuckles. Yeah. So that's not a legit, legit, legit defense that it's an open, par, open hand because that can be even more brutal. Well, it's not just that because of that. It's also because it wasn't an open hand. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it was it was a soft punch, but it was still a strike to the face. Yeah. He, he got him pretty clean too because um, in the initial footage, I thought, oh, it looks a bit, bit rough. Um, but then on the other side, the reverse angle, you see uh, Watts' hair fly back. As he gets hit, oh, you're doing you're doing well if you've moved his hair. So yeah. <laughs> surprised he didn't get four weeks. That's what I'm saying. Um, but you know, good bloke defence worked, so fair play. Yeah, Rod, Rodney not, called up. If they said insufficient force, you go, okay, fair enough, but still, it's a strike to the face. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, on, then on the other end of the scale, they had Rioli got reported for a bump. I mean, yeah. you've got to hit the head, surely. Look, it was a free kick. Sort of us, in my well, opinion. No way. It was a great bump. Anderson what? got the same last week with Revolt. And it was wrong then too. Yeah, I agree. Uh, neither of those should have been given. Anderson got reported again this week for a bump. That one looked um, like he might have clipped the chin. You go, yeah. okay, fair enough. That's mm. fine. But the Anderson bump and the Rioli one against Oliver, they were both just absolutely smashing bumps. I'm a big fan of... Um, football's a contact sport. You're going to get bumps. I do think they should protect their head as much as possible, but I do believe that if your sole uh, target is the ball, everything else is incidental. Yes, yeah, I just it definitely wasn't. I just think we have to accept some inherent risk in playing yep. football. That's and, it. And I like I, I don't I I don't agree with the current definition of, of a bump because I always thought it was hip and shoulder where yep. that thing like Rioli did and like Jadison did where the hip first and the shoulder lays yep. in. That's what does sort of the damage and and it sort of does protect you. That's what you're trying yep. to do, protect, protect mm. you. And so I kind of like a little bit of that inherent risk within reason. So I think that one, it wasn't really in danger of him being hurt, I don't believe. So I no. feel that's one that... He was definitely wounded. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't agree with it, but in the current rules, the way they explain it, like at maximum, I'll give him a free kick for it. No, I think not even that. A bit of a, well, I wouldn't, but I mean, yeah. I understand why they would do that, but you know, that's just the way but they... But the thing is, it. if you let that go for a season or two, players will protect themselves and you won't have people getting injured. Yeah, yeah. Because you look back in the day, I mean, shit, even in country footy we played, you got laid out of that every quarter. Yeah. You'd get a hit in the shoulder, you'd have a head clash, you'd have a... Bit of a bump to the chin or whatever. Someone will tell you who you are, and you get out yeah. there and you go back, back at it. That's why. Yeah. That's right. But you yeah. you learn to make yourself small, well, like uh, hunch your shoulders up, protect your neck, because otherwise you'd be able to fucking stretch it. 
Yeah. I yeah. like that uh, John O'Brown was on the, the commentary and they said, oh, do you think he's got something to answer for? And John was like, nah, fucking no. Yeah. Fucking no. I want more of it. Do is it again. He, is his face broken, cunt? <laughs> he's like, nah, get into it. Yeah. Yeah, you got something to answer for. He got up. You could tell he wanted to run down to high five him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, he did have a blinder of a game though, Cyril. Um, he did. It was enjoyable to watch without the usual... Um, Channel 7 commentary team. Yeah, it's the jerking off in the commentary box. Um, but uh, to kick four goals and lay 12 tackles, it's not a bad day out. Yeah. Decent return. And look, it was the tackling that was the main thing. I was very impressed with his... Um, his single legs. Yes. Just sunk down, <laughs> dropped perfectly, grabbed one leg, drove forward with the hips and way he Beautiful. went. Yeah, and perfect tackle too. So uh, more power to him for that. He can do that every week. Um, rugby style tackle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Just uh, really controlling the poor lad. Didn't know what he was, uh, what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't uh, the first time he got uh, tackled pretty harshly that game either. <laughs> they made sure to, to make sure to give me a welcome. Uh, no, it was a it was a great win by uh, Melbourne though. They they deserve to enjoy it. Yeah. Um. Let's go to the next one, which was probably match of the round: GWS versus the Suns. The only problem was nobody bloody saw it. Yeah. yeah. Well, watched a little bit of it, and um, for what I did watch of it, it didn't look like it was um much of a contest. Every time I was watching it, GWS were doing a lot of mistakes in that, but they ended up getting to the top too. So. Yeah, they were always looked like they're in third gear. You know, it looked, just, looked like to be second guessing themselves, which yeah. was very different to the way they usually play. It was a bit more timid, and that that could be just to the pressure that um, Gold Coast applied to them, or maybe they just or, or are they pacing, pacing themselves. Do you think? Could be, but I don't know if they're mature enough to do that. But maybe they are. They've proven everyone wrong with their game plans mm. and maturity. So, or pacing themselves is probably a polite term for saying they took it took it easy. Yeah, yeah. I think they might have been taking it easy, but bit of arrogance but you know could be that's fine yeah and look you can't discount the fact that with Gold Coast young squad they're capable of putting it together for one game and doing good performances yeah. um, it yeah. usually happens with a young squad like that just not for four quarters yeah but um, we've just pumped up Maxi Gorn but Mumford has probably been the best um, pure ruckman I'd say going around like in terms of able to get a tap he's been brilliant I still take Gorn yeah. I think Mumford's been excellent Gorn's had more impact yeah, yeah. across but, a match uh, I think those two Probably one and two for the All Australian. I think Gold Coast so. had a quiet, quiet couple of weeks. But well, he's been uh, quiet since about round six. Uh, maybe Jacobs is, is in there as well. But yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he's obviously he's had a good year. But I think his um, his attack on the ball and his tackling obviously um, stands out um, with with Mumford. Yeah, but, that's, uh, that's what I think. It's around the ground, isn't it? You know, I think I checked during the week that uh, what's his name, Rory Lobb. Yep. Um, is second for contested marks in the AFL. Really? Not really? a bad effort from the young lad. It is, yeah. Seeing as you probably couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Flowing under a, a radar, too. Yeah, well, he, he crushed Hawthorne when he played against us. So well, I mean, he's stealing McKenna's spot. You'd want to be able to turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, Gold Coast at least it showed something, though. Yeah, um, yeah. Hmm. And look, you, you want any sign of sign that they head in the right direction, especially yeah. with all the shitstorm that's happening in Queensland at the moment. Yeah, uh, it's got to be sorted out because it'd be a huge shame if that market goes to shit. And I hate even saying the word market because you sound like you're putting a fucking dollar sign on it. But the supporters there, you, you know, yeah, you want the supporters there to have something to to grow that game there. And um, you know, there's lots of good players that come from the Gold Coast, I'm sure. Mm. Don't and, know any of them, but and Tom Lynch, he's looking pretty damn good too. It's almost a shame that he's probably. Uh, got kicked out of the Coleman this week with mm. uh, Kennedy kicking seven. But yeah. uh, it'd be great to see him win the Coleman. Yeah. At least they get some. And look, if they've got, and they don't have anything to play for for the last yeah. rest of the season, may as well try and pump Tom Lynch full of goals. Why not and just feed him like, like Kobe goes, yeah. in, in his last game. Yeah, yeah, just tell him whatever you did to Gary Ablett before, yeah. do to Lynch now. Look, <laughs> Go the hand. I'm sure in, in Queensland, they're probably not even making the news for how much they lose. So yeah. if they do one thing right, I'm sure it makes papers, get Why something not? out of it. Sure. Yep. Absolutely. Bit of positive media. Um, there should be a few more handballs in the goal square, a la Lindsay Thomas and <laughs> Boomer yeah. Yeah. Should be a flying V leading that fucker <laughs> into the goals. I mean, if Lindsay Thomas can bring himself to give a handball yeah. off of the yeah. goal square, then anybody can. Well, the thing is, you ask Boomer tell the story, and he's like, oh, Lindsay was there, and he just said, do you want this? And I said, oh, all right. But then I think it was uh, Spud Frieda was saying, yeah, you've got a 427-gamer with his hands on his head two metres away from a bloke kicking a goal. I, he knew exactly what the fuck he was oh, doing. Yeah, it, it was like, oh, well, you know, if you're going to give it to me, I guess. I mean, I am standing here, even though I was in the back 50 a minute ago. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, it's like a person in balaclava and a gun coming to you, cashier, and you're like, so do you want the money? Or like, No fucking shit, that's what I'm here for, mate. It's like when you give your, your mum chocolates on Mother's Day. And you're like, well, you, I mean, are you going to open them now? I mean, oh, well, I'll, if you're going to open them now, I'll, I'll grab only yeah. if, you know. Yeah. But we just had dinner, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Open them now, bitch. Um, all right, we'll move on to the next one, which is the Bulldogs in North. Um, I think this game, two teams in the top eight, should have been better than it was. But I mean, it was a hard-fought contest, I guess you can say that. But... Well, the, the style matchup is always going to bring about this sort of event where... Seems to be. Both teams tend to play off their half-back a bit. Yeah. Problem is, the Bulldogs like to utilise the run through the middle and run along the inner flank, whereas North, for whatever reason, have decided that, nah, kicking it long along the boundary line of the right flank is what we're doing 24 hours a day. And even when it wasn't working, because the Bulldogs go, you know what, I reckon I'll just stay kicked back. Because we've got Easton Wood who takes... Yeah. I reckon marks. they're probably going to kick to Majak Dor or Ben Brown or Petrie. We've got six blokes back there, therefore it's going to be three or four on one. <laughs> yeah. See, despite where North Melbourne have sat at times this season, the latter, I've still put them around the same areas like Bulldog Saints, like that yeah. sort of uh, same development stage, well, not development stage, but that same um, sort of time frame of their goals, so where they come from, that sort of thing. So I've always looked at these games as ones that uh, should be exciting, and they've always disappointed me. Doesn't matter if it was Saints yep. versus Bulldogs or uh, Saints versus Kangaroos or Kangaroos versus Bulldogs. It was always really disappointing when it comes to the game. Yeah, expectations too high. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I think um, so they, they they play good against other teams where um, their matchups a lot better. But I think yeah. especially with the Saints beginning the mix is, is different. But with with Kangaroos, I think they rise to the occasion of their opponents, much like the Bulldogs do. So it was the X Men apocalypse of games, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. should have been a lot better considering all the parts. So it just <laughs> yeah turned into a cluster. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm. And then you got injuries thrown in there as well with Brown out. Uh, I think it was about halfway yeah. through the second quarter. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like he's all right though. From the I saw the injury report today. Him and Thompson. Yeah. Um, no, no structural damage, so they'll, they'll probably line up. You'd, you'd think. Well, to be honest, I'd probably ice them. Just um, you only need one win for the rest of the year to secure. Oh, we're on enough win now. Yeah. Um, I think it's mathematically possible you could drop out, but only unlikely. if only if Saint Kilda are able to beat uh, Sydney, Sydney. I think it was, and by lots. I yeah, think. or Port beat uh, last week decide to somehow time machine back and not lose by that much yeah. Um, so yeah St Kilda are a mathematical chance but yeah, I think I think that's it highly highly unlikely they'll uh, beat uh, Sydney and who else have they got um, I think they've got no they've already played Bulldogs twice yeah they've got Sydney and they've got uh, Richmond so Richmond will take care of them and <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and and the Lions, which they'll give a fair hiding to, because the Lions won't even make the trip won't over to Melbourne. Bother. Won't even bother. So the only thing that entertained me with this game was the last week I was giving North Melbourne fans shit about not being intelligent between Daniel Wells <laughs> and uh, Lindsay Thomas. Yep. I managed to confuse Nick Del Santo <laughs> with, with Jed Anderson with Jack Siebel. Yep. <laughs> the All whole three. game. Siebel <laughs> well. was in the green boots. <laughs> so I'm very fair in my, my racism, I think. <laughs> But uh, someone had the thing where Jack Zebra looks like the um, triangular angry bird, and yeah, it's 100% yeah, spot on. Yeah. yeah, but Brandon Ellis yeah, looks more like Brandon him. Ellis has got a yeah. down pat. I think you mentioned that, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the little tuft. Yeah. While we were watching it, yeah. Um, so it's another good win from the Bulldogs, considering their injury toll from last week. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think, no, they didn't make it through unscathed. They lost Clay Smith, didn't they, early on? Yeah, yeah. I think that was a concussion, but um, by all accounts, they were just being cautious. He's, he's 100% fine, but he's had... Uh, a few in the past, so they were like, "Oh, look, we'll just." Uh, and they've lost everyone. Well, we're yeah, gone. fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> so the, both teams playing it quite cautious with injuries, and no, I don't think either team is going to be upwardly mobile. No, and they can't really drop out of the eight. So I think both teams will probably ice their injuries and try and get back the players they can get back. Um, yeah, I'll be having their stars doing fuck all for the next few weeks. Yeah. Just ease it in. They'll, they might even face each other again in finals. So yeah. they're in the both in the five to eight range. Um, okay, we've got four games to go, and they're all boring as shit. Adelaide thumped the Lions. Um, I don't know. If 27. Anything. Some goals were kicked, and yeah. uh, none e- of them were for the Lions. Everyone kicked goals. Yeah, 27 goals. And the, the thing is, it, it was like they were rattling them off at one stage. Like, yeah. you got Betts with four, Walk with four, Lynch with four, and Jenkins with three. I mean, Jenkins is like the fucking side down there. They were just waxing. It's like, your turn. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. And All the, looking after their KPIs. The, the thing is, yeah. at least the um, the... Um, port players were trying to get out of camera to try and save a bit of pride. Looks like Brisbane doesn't have any. Nah. Yeah. What about Adelaide players though? Hmm? Is it Adelaide versus? Um... No, he's, he's doing a call back to the uh, Sydney versus Port. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it was Adelaide is just going to do this. Um, they need percentage to get themselves up. I think they put on eight percent. Um, really? After this game, eight percent at this stage of the year is Jesus. amazing. 
It might not have been that much, but it felt like it. Yeah, that'd be a good um, accountant. Yeah, that's like you know having a sure pickup and making it a threesome. They've they've done exactly what they intend to do, and then more. <laughs> uh, on to the Sunday games. You've got St Kilda and Carlton at the MCG. Uh, I think Carlton have really shown some resolve the last couple of weeks. They've had hard-fought losses against Sydney and, and Hawthorne and then got thumped by the Saints. So I think it was just more of an accumulation. Well, who's going to retire next week for them? Uh, Jamison. Yeah, they've, they've yeah. had retirement this week, last week, next week. Yeah, they're Walker last week, Jamison this week. It's got to be Thomas, doesn't it? <laughs> Is he out ready? Let's put him, put him in the rack. I think he's still got a, two yeah, years on his contract. <laughs> uh, Lock and change in a week. <laughs> <laughs> they're right behind him. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean didn't care at all about this game to be honest because no. it doesn't really tell much for the rest of the season and I don't expect either of them to really want to win games so and I think the well, Saints, well, might, Saints, Saints still got a chance I know they're in a really good position to take off the Tigers ninth position yeah. I'm going for them I'm cheering for them I think they will get ninth they can do it yeah. their, their chance was really yeah. last week against North yeah and look, look, Saints, Saints aren't after draft picks they've already got a good list they just need yeah. to be fit that's what they need yeah. you need um, mm. stories around them getting um, uh, what's his old mate Hurley from yeah, that'd be interesting. Essendon if they could have him Carlisle to be able to mentor um, Hugh Goddard in the back line yeah. that's a pretty that's formidable back line that's and a we, great little foundation and you can that means that Schneider doesn't have to uh, Schneider fucking Mav Well doesn't have to drop yep. back and play so much of a, a that midfield 50-50 to 50 role he can play because midfield <clears throat> facing goals pushing forward which he does best Mav Weller Membry and Bruce up forward it's yeah. just such a killer combination yeah especially when you can swap them in and out that really messes with the opposition ability to cover like the zones and who they mm, match up on yeah. uh, it gives you so many more options going forward and that's what they need to be able to figure out what game plan they can actually perform yeah, a little bit of consistency will, yeah, will, yeah. will help with them and giving Revolt room to move too has rejuvenated yeah. him speaking about Revolt we've been to watch a couple of the Saints games this season and when you watch on TV he's given 100% the whole time and that's definitely true but as soon as he's given 100% he's bent over in pain pretty much every time it's re- just how hard he works himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. but do you reckon it's best to actually put him on for another season or two seasons? Because the way he's going, it looks like he's going to struggle to have a kick with the kids or something after he's finished. He's already got a couple of kids. I think he's got a son. Um, so mm. he's done. Yeah. Yeah, he's and he's, right. he's seen like the, the how much of it to drain his legs afterwards. And yeah. I'd love to see him stay on and win a flag. And I think he deserves to do what he wants to do. But just looking at him at the ground after every effort, bent over in pain, I feel real sorry for him, to be honest. Yeah. And, and I know he's staying on just to try and get that flag and they're going upwards. But I just don't know if he's doing himself any favours. But he's, think, on, he's signed on for next year. Yeah. I think they're I think too far away nice. for him. Yeah. They're yeah. not winning a flag next year or the year after. Yeah. The window will start the year after that. He's only like, what's he, 34 or something? No, nah, he's younger than that. No. 33? Like, fuck, you're not even, not even halfway through life yet. And yeah. you're fucking going to struggle to walk when you wrapped it up. It's all said and done. So, yeah, shit, I hope they win yeah. it next year because <laughs> Surgery like comes the way. Yeah. yeah, that's right. If you do fuck all like in regards to treatment then generally you have to think you've got pretty much a clean slate for when the technology is good enough yep. to be able to fix it properly, you know what I mean? You haven't <laughs> proper fucked it yet. Um, all right, we'll cover off the last two games for it pretty quickly. Uh, Cats, Essendon, no one cared? No, I don't think Essendon players are turning up. Any, uh, Essendon supporters are turning up, and the players are barely turning up anyway. Um, Parrish, I watched a bit of the game. He was looking brilliant. Well, I'm glad you watched a bit of the game. Yeah. I watched, uh, I don't know, I fell asleep watching it. Yeah, I didn't watch it. But I've seen a couple of games and Parrish did play some good yeah. games during the season, so it doesn't surprise me that he's the one put in effort. Um, what they should do, Essendon, is what, they've got three games left. They should get all their top-up players and put them all in the side and go, thanks, boys. Yeah. Because yeah. I think only Matty D is probably going to hang around. I'm yeah. pretty sure Nathan Grimes is like, oh, I'm good, lads. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty happy where I am. <laughs> did he play one game? Yeah, I think he did. I, mean, I think they've given them all a go. Yeah. Um, which is fair enough. but It was probably mandatory. You're all going to have yeah. to play. <laughs> I, I think he actually played against North. Did he really? Hmm. Yeah, there you go. Oh, why not? Um, and Cats just did enough. They didn't care. I mean, realistically, they need a percentage, and they could have won by 120. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just 10 goals in. So yeah. they had two mediocre wins against Essendon this year and still got a percentage of 140. Yeah, and I mean, when when 50% is good enough, why do 100? Yeah. Um, West Coast beat Frio in their derby. Um, Nick Nat and Sandilands both played again. Yeah. So I think that really all this was about was getting Nick Nat um, some more game time. Yeah. And getting Kennedy a few goals. Tried his yeah. hardest from the opening bounce too. Just yeah. trying to take it himself. Got caught holding the ball. <laughs> first possession. Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's yeah. it. It's good to see because that's what I, the only reason I watched that first quarter was to see how Nick Nat went. And I was like, yep, he's good. Sweet. I know how this one match is going to go. Yeah. Yeah. 
it'd be more interesting their next two weeks they got GWS and Hawthorne so yeah that should be some good matches we'll are they home more, or away uh, one home one away ah, yeah that should be interesting you should uh, see what sort of form they're going to carry into the finals yep. with the uh, nickname back in see what they can do yeah, it changes that team because I mean they've been lackluster for a few few games. Yeah. And we got an advantage like that it plays such a, a huge part in your, your game plan well, and your options. Look at Melbourne uh, against on the weekend against Hawthorne. Yeah. Um, you know, if Maxi Gorn doesn't play, I don't know exactly. Yeah, the results probably different. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's have a look at round twenty one then. Uh, three games to go, like we say. We've got on Friday night the Bulldogs versus Collingwood. Um, Bulldogs, after everyone being injured, put up a great fight this week so can yeah. they do it against Collingwood who are lackluster again yes because Collingwood won't want to win yeah um, maybe the Bulldogs well, they're, all, they're a certainty now in the finals aren't they yeah. Just, yeah. Yep. so they might just put the queue in the rack I don't think they're going to jump up a spot so. we don't want any more injuries yeah. fuck that yep. yep I think they might just take it easy and this is one that Collingwood could pick up um, be interesting if Collingwood really don't want to win <laughs> this could be a very interesting match I think that they are too far up Like they're not going to get a top three pick yeah because they've won I think seven games yeah um, maybe eight. So it's yeah. not really going to help either way. It's funny that though, like uh, we talk about every year, uh, teams that don't want to win. Why can't we use the draft lottery system? Yeah, like, yeah. It wouldn't bother me at all if they, they did that. You bottom know? 10, you go in a hat. Um, yeah. Or even if they did out. it in groups of four. Yeah. 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 Or something like that. I wouldn't mind that at all. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it just seems like you're rewarding people being shit nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lions hosting Carlton. Jeez, this could be a nil all draw. Where, where else is it? Yeah, up there. Lions I think, hosting. I think Carlton actually oh, have players. Yeah. So, yeah, look, I, I, I don't see Brisbane winning against Nunna Wadding at the moment. I, I think the only yeah. chance Brisbane have got a winning is if they use the, we've sacked a coach, let's get a win um, <laughs> yeah. uh, marker, which <laughs> happens some, sometimes. Yeah, the problem is that they've also lost their assistant coach, so they've got no one to uh, caretaker. Yeah, yeah. Rockcliffe may have to captain coach. Captain coach, that'd be great to see. <laughs> Mitch Robinson, captain coach. Yeah. I want to see it. That'd be great. He'll probably do it from the box too. <laughs> fuck it, I ain't doing shit. I want to see a big source. Um, yeah, the Lions are an absolute rabble. If only they could afford to sack a coach. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not going to fix anything for them, sacking no, Lapich, no. but it's... It's systemic. Like, it's, it's well, they've, they've hired Brisbane people, which is fine when you've got premiership players, but a premiership player doesn't mean but, a premiership coach. Yeah, but he'd done a great... Um, Apprenticeship. Uh, he was highly regarded because he was down at Richmond. Uh, mm, yeah. but not that Richmond were, you know, yeah, that's it. <laughs> massively high, but it was better than Voss. Yeah. Yeah. Voss hadn't done anything. Yeah, which is a mistake that has been made again and again. I, I reckon we'll never see it again. That they hire somebody without a, mm, yeah. an AFL assistant yeah. coaching and role. We've, we've talked before about um, the trees that you come from, like um, which coaching yeah. lineage. Yeah. 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 And that matters too. So yeah, definitely. I don't know why they weren't after you know maybe a Stewie Jew, or yeah, look, Alistair Clark. Alistair Clark's like Elio Gracie with his fucking lineage. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So well, that's what I mean, well it's, it's funny you mention that because Jew won't leave Sydney. Um, the, the, no, but you got to make that phone call. Yeah, Carlton have tried. Um, they couldn't move him. Brisbane uh, should be on the phones to every fucking assistant coach in the top eight. Brett Ratton. Yeah. yeah get, got us. Got whatever um, it costs to get him there, get it. Experience, and he did all right at Carlton, even though he got sacked. Mm, yeah, he only got yeah. sacked because they thought they could get Malthouse. Yeah, um, and uh, well, they were right. right. <laughs> and you can see how well that went. Yeah. Um, so he, he wouldn't be a bad move for him because he's got experience. Plus, he's seen the Hawthorne way. Mm, yep. it, it's a move in the right direction. And he wouldn't be afraid to clear the team out. No, he's mm. got no. Well, he's got Mitch Robinson there now. He's got a couple of Carlton players. Mm. He'd be happy. But um, I, I think if he does go, he'd have to look at, all right, what players can I get players for? Yeah. Because there's, there's players there that you trade for. Yeah. Look, you've got to go there and say, who wants to be here? Yeah, exactly. Don't want to be here. Don't have to be here. It's all good. You know, you can go, well, we'll sort it out for you. The only problem is I think North tried that once. And Josh, <laughs> and Josh Gibson went, me? Yeah. <laughs> I'll go. Thank you. Yeah, that, didn't, that turned out fucking terribly for him, though. Yeah, so he, James caught the first flight to Gold Coast. <laughs> Ready. So, Carlton. Everyone tipping Carlton? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Carlton. All right, next game. Hawks and North at the MCG. Oh, corporate ticks to this bitch. No, oh, really? How'd you manage to ah, score just, those? Just through work. Yeah. Yeah. You're not tossing the coin, though, are you? No, I'm not tossing yeah, the fucking no, coin. Bullshit. Yeah, not in Scott's um, corporate box either. No. Yeah, true, true. No, not in the Scott's corporate box. These motherfuckers. I, I'm going to go have another look to make sure it's not being used again. You're about due for a win, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I have been, I've been starved of success as a Hawthorne yeah. fan. Um, speaking of this match, I think this could be uh, more interesting than it deserves to be. Because I think Hawthorne are kind of tapering off for a little bit mm-hmm. for this, this season. And they, they North... looked ordinary for weeks. Yeah. They've just been winning. Just doing enough. So I think North will uh, 
they have to pick up a little bit. So they're not in danger moving, are they? Uh, mathematically. Mathematically. Yeah. mathematically. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Saints are shit at maths, so it should yeah. be all fine. <laughs> so are our guys. So, you know, they're probably not too worried. You've, you've got Goldstein. You're sort of. Right. <laughs> I think Hawthorne will come out and uh, do it for Tucky. Yeah, I think they'll do it disdainfully. That's what I'm picking. I think the most interesting thing is going to be in the first three minutes when, because um, it's the first time Hodges played against North since uh, last year and he knocked the shit out of Swallow. So Swallow's not going to take him on, but uh, you can guarantee Frito will, because yeah. yeah. you don't give a fuck. I'd love to see if they played um, Hodge in the back lines, like put him in the back pocket, and Frito's obviously playing the back lines. Like, oh fuck, I've got to go all the way over there to hit him. <laughs> Jesus Christ, mate, I'm an old man. <laughs> no, he's just going to wait till quarter time and then just run back out to where to he was. They'll, they'll probably glare at each other and be like, "In the middle, yeah. yep, <laughs> I'll, meet I'll meet you. I'll meet you there in a bit. It'll be like ice hockey. We've got the enforcers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those so, two blokes. Everyone will be watching them around. And, all right, helmets so, off, gloves off. <laughs> on they go. We're going to do this, aren't we? All right. Can we can we make it second quarter, mate? Like, yeah, no worries, no worries. Like, I just, I've got to do something this first quarter. I have another bloke I've got to go see. <laughs> the funny thing is, the umpires will do the same thing and be like, save your money, save your money. Like, fuck it, we've got plenty of bang. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Brett Harvey's run off already. <laughs> you fucking bastards are nuts. <laughs> Why, what's your plan? And, and Goldstein's there. Do we get a deduction for this? Like, uh, can I claim this? Goldstein's egging him on because he's yeah. got something in the back. He's got a deal with the MRP, no doubt, because he runs everything, of course. Um, um, who's going to actually win? So, uh, is it the height of North that's going to help them through? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I on last week's match, I can't back North against the top eight side. Can you back Hawthorne to get on last week's effort? Because I mean, Gorn Goldstein similar, but I I just don't think that um, North have the same cattle around Goldstein as yeah. what Melbourne have around um, Gorn. And could have happened to Hawthorne two weeks in a row. I think North does on their list, but not on the field. Yeah. Um, if uh, if they're able to get Higgins back in and he's going well, then you know that's a, a massive in that could m- immediately benefit the team. But he's been rusty for you know been sitting on the sidelines for a better part of four months, and you know, look, I, I just don't think there's a quality ball use except for Wells. Yeah. And uh, Nicky Del Santo has been recruited for that job. But yeah. uh, he, I've seen him kick to intercepts so damn often. Yeah, yeah he looked completely confident doing it too. Yep. <laughs> that was the looked worst great. thing. Like, very short yeah. kick, straight to the position. He did, unfortunately, have a bit of a cock up on the footy show. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that. No. They were talking up the Hawthorne uh, Melbourne game. Yep. Yep. And uh, they're asking for tips, and Nicky Dale's going, Oh, I have to be on Hawks. I can't see him losing the rest of the year. And then James Brayshaw's come up and go, you know, we play him next week, right? And he's like, oh, yep, shit. He's like, so? Honest? (laughs) Do you want to make money or not? Or not? Next one, GWS hosting West Coast. Um, I think we pointed out that uh, both um, Richmond and Collingwood both have more wins over top eight sides than West Coast do. So this is a chance for them to finally get one. Yeah, I don't think so. Or get a second one. I think it's too long a trip. GWS will be too pissed off after last week yeah. and it'll be a bloodbath. Yeah, I think there's a big shock from the West Coast to the Western Suburbs. I, I <laughs> do want to see Nat Nui on Mumford. It'd be great. Because Nat Nui's the better athlete. There's no doubt about that. But Mumford yep. will just lay him the fuck out every chance he gets, if you can catch him. I think we're going to find out if uh, how much the flat track bullies tag really suits West Coast. Because if they get pumped by 10 goals, it's like, well, mate, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what's your, what's your strategy here? Uh, the the St- strategy is move the grand final over to the west. St. <laughs> uh, Kilda hosting the Swans at Etihad Stadium. Actually, I actually think this is a danger game for Sydney. I think it is too. Because yeah. right now they're they're not gonna they're gonna play Bruce free. Maybe. I mean, they're still if they lose one game for the rest of the year, they they could be it for the top four. Yeah, that's mm. how tight things are up there. So they need to win. Yeah. And obviously they were impressive last week. Yeah, mm. I think this mm. is coming down to whether the Saints are intimidated or not. They've got to rely on their attack. I think they've got no no um, point in uh, trying to play safe, trying to play for points, or um, trying to have any sort of uh, you know defensive strategy. I think the best thing is to do is just try and kick more goals. Um, the midfield in Sydney though is just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. that's it. But you got to back yourself if you're Saints. That's the only way you're going to yeah. get over the line. I think Saints are going to be hungrier, um, just because if they lose, their season's done. They they start Mad Monday yeah. straight away. Whereas Sydney, they lose, their season's still alive. And you know, even though a top four is on the line. You'd rather finish fifth with a, a clean list than get top four and have your best four players injured. Like, it, it's just it's going to be in the back of every player's mind that you know I don't want to get suspended, don't want to get injured, 
and I think it'll affect their game. Yeah, I, I think that um, they haven't got a matchup for Buddy. Uh, yeah. Um, with that midfield, no matchup for Buddy. Um, I mean, the weakness of Sydney was um, before the season, everyone thought it would be their back line. But then Rampy's come up and made himself all Australian. Yeah. Like, he's a lock for all Australian. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Sydney um, a little bit comfortably. But Saints will give him a scare in the first half. Yeah. And I think they might get a good crowd of that, too. I it should be. It. I hope it is. Um, Port Adelaide are hosting Melbourne. Um, this will really show who's serious. This uh, could be him. game of the round. Well, it's not Port Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Melbourne are a team that allows Port Adelaide's strategy to play out very well. I think it'll be a good one-one matchups with uh, midfield having to chase down and be accountable for the speed of uh, Port's midfield. In my mind, Melbourne have matched up well with Port the last few times they played them because usually they're playing mm. Alice Springs or Darwin. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Port have always managed to get over the line. Yeah. So I mean, this is a chance for them to get another big scalp. I mean, it's been ten yeah. years since they beat the Hawks and they well, they've ticked that box. So. Yep. Um, but also, if Melbourne wins, that puts a little bit of pressure on Hinkley, don't you think? Mm. Yep. I think uh, Adelaide uh, Port had almost wished it wasn't in Adelaide, just yeah. because it adds, then they've got an excuse. Yeah. yeah, it adds so much pressure, and they've got uh, you know the supporters are going to turn up in numbers, and if they're down at half time, they're going to turn on the players. It'd be interesting to see if they do turn up in numbers. If they get uh, less than thirty thousand, I think that sends a big message. Yeah, uh, they, they shouldn't. Oh no, Adelaide supporters will turn up just to give Port supporters shit. And they've got low thirties once or twice this year, so yeah, it'd be yep. interesting. Um, yeah, I, I think Port might still get over the line, but it's not a certainty. It's not a lock. I think Melbourne definitely. Uh, big I, close game. I think there's a bunch of Melbourne players who are only just now finding their pants. Yeah, I got to say they, yeah. they've had a round twenty win hangover. Yeah, mm. but uh, I, I think they're still going to be too good. <laughs> Uh, it'll be good to see if Melbourne can put two great performances in a row. Uh, Essendon hosting Gold Coast. I don't think the match really matters. How many goals oh, can look, Tom Lynch kick? Look, to be yeah. honest, I'm I'm not feeling the best, so I don't think I'll play that match. You're going to sit yeah. this one out. And yeah. look, some of those Essendon players could be trying to get in the Gold Coast squad next year, so <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if they get a few assists to Tommy Lynch. Um, I, I'd like to see Tommy Lynch kick 10. Yeah. Uh, Richmond hosting... At least that'll be a highlight. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Richmond hosting the Geelong. Oh, well, you've got uh, Cats and Tigers, and I don't think uh, the Tigers really want to win, and I don't think Geelong care what oh, they want. I think Hardwick wants to win. I still have this memory of a photo of a scoreboard that was posted to our MySpace, yeah. Yeah. which said Geelong, like, 233 points or something. Yeah. Still etched in my memory, so you're never confident playing Geelong at home, ever. Um, so Geelong? Yeah. I think Geelong, mm-hmm. with, the, with the top four on the line, they're yeah. not going to let this one slip. Yeah. And finally, Frio are hosting Adelaide. Adelaide have already won once big over in the West. Yep. Um, they're just looking for more percentage. Would, I mean, would they get eight points last week? Eight yeah, percentage eight, eight percentage points. points so. Yeah, I reckon they'll get about six or seven this week. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I think minimum three percentage mm. points, that is. I, if, they, if they keep them under a 100-point win, they've done well. Yeah. Yep, I don't think it'll be close. Oh, Sandalands back. You never know. Why? Yeah. Might, <laughs> might make it under 100. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I don't know that he's going to be that great. Well, is he retiring? Otherwise, else would you bring him back? No, no he's, he's said he's going around again. Just give him a season off, champ. Yeah. Have a rest. Um, this is Pav's second last home <laughs> game, I think. So, yep. there'll be a few people out there for it. No, we'll see him down at Warrandyte or something <laughs> next year. We'll <laughs> be all right. All right, that's round 21 um, for for next week. Like we always say, go to the website, clickingballs.com, SoundCloud. You yep. can comment on there and say hello to us. Twitter and Facebook and everyone else. All right, that was us. Bye-bye. Right, see you Thanks. next Tuesday. 